This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, you are listening to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a three times weekly audio show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Flip. I'll be here each and every Friday for the Blue Monday preview show with a special guest to get their inside of you on the next opponents for Ipswich Town. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome from Burton Fan TV on YouTube. Mr. Jordan Walters. Jordan, thank you for joining us. How are you doing? Uh, no worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. You doing good? Uh, yeah, not too bad, mate. Cool, cool, cool. Um, right. What we normally do here is we normally kind of go over the last two games, um, the two games from okay. last season, figure out what we, um, we think is going to happen on Saturday. But being um, in the least patronising way possible... Beans Burton haven't been around as long as some of the other clubs in the same yeah. division as Ipswich. We'll go back a little bit further. So I'm going to read your last seven league finishes. Everyone's going to okay. see a pattern, okay? So 2010-11, um, 19th in League 2. Next season, 17th in League 2. Next yeah. season, 4th in League 2, but lost in the playoffs. 6th in League yeah. 2, lost in the playoff final. Then one League 2. Second place in League One and promoted, and then twentieth in the championship in the first season. Um, yeah, it must be. I mean, you're talking to supporters who have been sixteen years in the same division. Okay, so um, just generally as a Burton fan, is it a happy team to support? How would you kind of score it out of ten? Oh, it's it's been amazing the last few years. It's it's been quite weird actually because um, we weren't expecting to be in the championship. Of course, like from where we've been um, about 10 years ago we were playing conference football and to be in the second tier of the championship is amazing really so we've we've pretty much improved as uh, each year has gone on um, and everyone's happy to be supporting the club and especially me also uh, so it's you know I wasn't expecting to be in this position but here we are Absolutely. in the championship I put a tweet up earlier today um, saying 2001 Ipswich were fifth in the pyramid and Burton were, God, it was something like 116th. It was second in the Southern <laughs> Southern League. And at the end of last season, there was yeah. four 
four places difference from like it's, it's basically it's swung 97 places um do you think i'm i'm a big believer in this in in the late 90s ipswich lost four times uh, sorry three times in the playoffs um and then yeah. they went into the premier league and had an amazing season um obviously you yeah. kind of did the same thing you lost twice in in the league 2 playoffs in uh, 2013 yeah. 2014 and then the next two seasons though you you know you basically went through the next two divisions do you think sometimes losing in the playoffs can actually be a net gain do you know what i mean it's yeah in the playoffs when you lose in the playoffs it's it's heartbreaking because you've worked hard all season um over 46 games and then you have to play like two three more games to try and get into like the the next division and then to lose it um two years on the bounce was it was heartbreaking so we played bradford in the 2013 playoff in the semi-final the first leg finished three two to burton and then we lost at our place three one because bradford had such an amazing season that year because you know they made the league cup final oh of course yeah, yeah 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 and then you know, I'm, I wasn't surprised because they had great team spirit then, and obviously they took for what they did in the League Cup to the League Two playoff final, then got into League One, and then the following season that was even more heartbreaking because, right, it was it was a massive day for us at Wembley. Obviously, I didn't go that day because uh, I couldn't, uh, but I seen it on obviously on the on Sky, um, and just to see see us lose with about 15 minutes to go to Fleetwood, I mean. It was um, a travesty right, for us. Would that have been Jamie Vardy's so, Fleetwood at that point? Um, I don't think it was. I think no. He, was, did he gone to Leicester by then? Yeah. Um, so lucky we didn't have to put up with him that day. Uh, so I think we should be grateful then. <laughs> Absolutely. So I mean, do you, so you get up um, in thirteen? Uh, sorry, in fourteen, fifteen. Um, do you even yeah. really remember being in League One? Because um, you know, obviously, it was just straight through. That would have been that would have been Rowett, yes. Uh, yeah, he was. Um, he was our manager, obviously, at the start of that season, uh, and then he got taken away by Birmingham City. Sadly, uh, we were sad to lose him because you know, because uh, in the situation we were uh, before that, we were doing so bad. We in the eleven twelve season, we went. 17 games about a win. So we sat Pesca Solido, brought in Rowett, and he did such a great job uh, to get us like to where we kind of wanted to be at the time. And then to lose him halfway through that 14-15 season, um, we were gutted. But um, then we brought in a big name in Jimmy Ford Hasselbank, who had a great playing career, obviously, at Leeds and Chelsea. And we weren't expecting that. Um, but obviously we got him. Um, and he took us to... Uh, the League Two title, so it was a great day at Cambridge uh, then, and it was, ama- it was an amazing job he did. So it, it was like for a club like Burton to have some a big name like that, it was that was amazing as well. So why, it shows how much progress. Why do you think it didn't work for him at QPR Hasselbank? I re- I reckon he went into it too early um, because he's not he'd not have been around too long in, in like the management process. Um, and obviously he's he's at a championship club who have were not long relegated from the Premier League, um, and it was a big step up for him uh, to go from like a really small club to, well, I wouldn't say Cooper or a massive club, but compared to Burton, yes, 
Yeah, sure, sure. Um, but I think he, he took, yeah, because he took that job on the technicality because his family lived around London, so it was more beneficial for him uh, to move there. But yeah, he, he definitely struggled because he went into it too early uh, for me, and I thought he should have stayed at Burton longer. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so probably what Ipswich fans are going to be thinking with this is how, when you look at it, because I mean, what's the capacity there? Is it sort of five, six thousand? Um, yeah, it's around six, around about six and a half thousand that we um, that we carry. So, so it's um, not a lot. Was there was there money involved? Is there any kind of benefactor behind this, or has it all been all been kind of done, um, you know, on the pitch? Um, I'd think it's it's been a both really, because um, obviously the backroom staff have done fantastically over the last few years to try and get us to where we are now. Uh, which no, obviously, like I said, no one expected that. Um, ben Robertson, the chairman, he's been a big factor in our in our uh, promotion to the championship uh, over the last few seasons. Um, obviously, he brought in Nigel Clough. Uh, that was kind of, kind of expected when Jimmy Ford Hasselbank went. Uh, but the players on the pitch, I mean, they showed great team spirit when we got into League One. Great team spirit. Um, because obviously no one expected us to like get promoted the first time round. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, and um, yeah. Sorry, go sorry. ahead, Jordan. Go on. Yeah, um, everyone expected us to like probably go down the first season because we we're a small, like I said, we we're a small club. Um, everyone was writing us off in the first season of League One, but we managed to prove the doubters wrong and do it first time. So really happy. Um, when Clough came back, was that kind of all is all is forgiven. Were you pleased to see him back? Was there any doubts then? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we basically just forgot that he went to Derby because um, <laughs> it, it didn't exactly work out for him, did it, at Derby and Sheffield United? I think it was kind of expected that he was going to come back um, as soon as Jimmy Ford Hasselbank went. He was probably the first man that Ben Robertson looked at because obviously he's got a long relationship with him because uh, obviously he's been with us in the conference, like as a player. And as a manager as well, so we knew that Clough was going to come in as soon as Hasselbank went. Um, we thought he was the man to try and, you know, try and push us on to try and get into the championship, and, and that's exactly what he did. Um, have there been any players that actually went through? I mean, I guess it would only be three, four seasons. Excuse me. Um, yeah. Who actually went through from League Two to the Championship and played in all three divisions, or did was the squad kind of replenished every time? Um, well, there is one um, that was playing in League Two with us uh, a few years ago that's still with us now, and that is Lucas Aikens. Oh, really? Okay. Y- yeah, he's he's still there, and he's at the moment with um, our main striker, who was going to be a main striker, Liam Boyce. Uh, Lucas Aikens has kind of taken up that role of being our main striker, even though he's not really firing at the moment. Uh, but but who is at Burton at <laughs> okay. the moment? Well, we'll go on. We'll go on to that. So um, let's just have a quick look. So it was the first season up, obviously at Championship level. 
last year yeah. and a rarity for Ipswich last season because they actually did the double over Burton. Must be the only yeah. time they did it over last season. Um, so it was October, um, the first game. Burton come to Portman Road and Ipswich hadn't actually scored um, in five games. So it was proper knives out for McCarthy at that point. And Ipswich get a 2-0 yeah. win um, with goals from Chambers and Sears. Um, have you got any memories of that game or that period, sort of autumn, as Burton are settling into the championship? Not exactly, no. I mean, obviously, by the time we got to that game, we'd, we'd drawn quite a lot of games. Um, I think Clough just expected to go there and try and at least nick a draw because that's what he does uh, when when we have away games. Uh, but obviously, you were probably the better team on the night. I didn't go to that game either, but you were probably the better team on the night and deserved the win. Sure. Because uh, we were probably poor on the day. Sure thing. And the return, um, which I was at actually, um, was, it was actually on Sky TV, wasn't it, over Easter? Um, and... I believe, I don't believe it was. No. Um, I'm not I... sure why. I'm not sure why it was a, a nighttime kickoff. It was a Friday, wasn't it? Okay, maybe it wasn't on Sky. Yeah. Um, so Ipswich again, it's, it seems weird that Ipswich always, when we talk about this weekend's game, always seem to play Burton when they're in a bit of a sticky spot. So Ipswich yeah. are kind of plummeting down on a bit of a bad run and um it was actually that weekend we we beat Burton obviously 2-0 um and then Newcastle and that was kind of the bump the little six pointer that we needed to just push us away from the bottom of the table um so yeah. agent Luke Varney there scoring and scoring an own goal actually scored for both Ipswich and Burton last season um Sears on the breakaway and then Ipswich made hard work of it at the end Aikens put in the actually Varney won the penalty at the other end, you've probably got more vivid memories of of that game, Jordan. Um, not a lot, to be honest. Um, I, don't, I don't think Varney has either, if, if you ask <laughs> him. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, didn't he play for you last season? He did, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Before he moved, yeah, I thought he did, yeah. Um, obviously, he came in because, like I said, we're not we're not on a big budget. We're on a tight budget at the moment, so we can't really bring in big players. And we brought Varney in because he's experienced. Um, and it's another striker as well. Um, he's, and he's that type of player. He, come, he comes on and he could sort of like try and you know hold the ball in the corner or something because he's quite strong actually. Uh, amazing uh, length as not, well. He's not quick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, he's like another Stuart Bevan. Right. Because uh, we did we did have him. Um, sadly, he went to Coventry, but Varney was kind of like a replacement. It, but like, in terms of how high he jumps anyway. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, um, um, yeah. yeah, so Burton take seven points from the next three games, which guarantees mm-hmm. them safety. Can you kind of sum up last season and, you know, that kind of achievement? Uh, it, I think it was 51 or 52 points or something in the end to, um, to stay up. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you. And are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITSE match program each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. Uh, yeah, a great achievement. I mean, everyone was obviously doubting us at the start of the season. They thought we'd go down um, first time because we've just come into the championship um, on the back of back-to-back promotions going from League 2 in 2015 to the championship uh, about was about 14, 15 months later and nobody expected that um, and then to go on and survive with one game to spare and it's a great achievement I mean when we were, it was at Barnsley uh, we drew 1-1 uh, Varney got the goal of course <laughs> and he, he's the re- he's kind of the reason we stayed up uh, to be honest because um, it was a corner coming from Christensen and then Varney heads in um, I was lucky enough to catch that on camera. It was, uh, so happy days there. Because um, it was a vital goal, obviously, for us. Um, and then throughout the rest of the game, uh, everyone, it was nerve-wracking. And everyone was obviously on nearly on the pitch uh, before the game was even finished. And you but did, can you blame them? And you didn't want to get involved in that last day business. No. You, you probably had that when you were in the playoffs and stuff. It's not good when you're, um, you know, depending everything on the last, on the last day. Um, yeah. So the question I've I've written down is where do you kind of go from there? Because it's like everyone kind of thinks you're a division above where you expected to be anyway, and then you survive again. Um, and then um, Irvin, who was pro- you probably admit was your best player last season, he is then yeah. sold. Um, what are the expectations going into this season? Given six straight seasons finishing higher than the previous one, six years of progress. Uh, well, for this level, there's not a lot of high expectations. I think we're just kind of expected to be where we are, where we were last season, because uh, no one, no one expects us to finish about higher than we did. Uh, but if we can just like survive, just about, then I'd be happy. But if we get relegated, then well, we just have to accept it, and because we are punching above our weight a bit, to be honest. If you did get relegated, would Clough stay? It's a hard question, guys, because I think Ben Robinson's thinking, like, because he can't really afford another manager like Clough, because Clough kind of doesn't take a lot of money, like, weekly, like other managers do. See, he probably earns less than most of League One, League Two managers, to be, if I'm honest, because we're on a tight budget. Uh, I don't think Robinson would sack him. I mean, there's been a lot of calls for him to be sacked, because uh, it was um, home to Wolves. Um, the other week where we lost 4-0 and that was in the space of five days where we just lost to Villa a few days before that by the same scoreline 
and everybody was shouting, Clough out, Clough out. And I turned around to him and said, he's not going to sack him, is he? He's not exactly going to do that. No. Okay. Um, I was going to go on to those games, actually. So it's been a bit iffy. I think the difference between this season and last season is I don't really remember you getting any hide-ins last season, but um, this season, like you say, 4-1 at Hull, 5-0 at Leeds, and two 4-0s in a row against Wolves and Villa. So 22nd place, but it's the championship. If you win a couple of games, you'll probably be about 14th. Um, Can you sum up this start? And also, um, can you talk to me about this win at home to Fulham? Because when Fulham came to... um, yeah, Portman Road. They absolutely murdered us. So there's obviously still, still a hard place to go, Burn. Well, I, I thought that was a bit of a surprise to me because I know Fulham are a decent side, and I thought they were going to do a bit better than they did last season. But for us to beat them two-one, uh, being one of our only two wins this season, uh, that's quite amazing. And um, Stephen Warnock actually scored as well, uh, considering how poor he's been so far. Um, I'm surprised to see him score. And why do you? What do you put those bigger defeats down to? Because Burton was always a hard, a hard game last season. Yeah, I think it's just the quality of the teams. I mean, Leeds—they've been—they've had a great start so far this season. Yeah. Same as, same as Wolves. That's why they're top of the league right now. Uh, Villa—they've got a lot of quality in their team. I mean, the quality is just too much. I think. Yeah, for, and for the players, and plus, it is a slow defense, to be honest. And I guess if your target is you know, 20th to 15th. doesn't really matter what yeah. you do against Wolves and Villa and whatnot. It matters what you do against yeah. the, the teams who are around you. Um, so talk to me about the the current team then. Um, who are the sort of standout players? And as best you can, if you think you can, um, how do you think they're going to line up on Saturday? Um, I think the standout for us, um, it's not going to be from like the attacking front because obviously we've not scored a lot this season so far. I think it'd have to be, it would have been John Brayford for me because he's such a solid defender. He was so important for us last season because he put in a lot of blocks and he's that type of player who, who gets stuck into anything. Sure. Uh, but because he's not, he might not be available this Saturday because he went off injured last week. Um, so I don't think he's going to be playing. Uh, against your lot so I'd say in terms of work rate Jamie Allen I yeah. know you signed him from Rochdale he's a hard working player he's, he reminds me of Joe Allen just the way he runs and the way he works for the ball like up and down the pitch but obviously you can't expect him to do it by himself can you no um, so do you think you can smarten us up as to um, the team you expect Burton to Burton to play you can give me your best guess uh, I'd say firewater in goal um, I'd say a back. I'd say go with a back five of probably Warnock, McFadden, Turner, Buxton, and um, I, pro- I would have said John Braver, but I said in- he might be injured, uh, so I'm not particularly sure on the right back position. But I'm going to go with Tom Flanagan at right back, um, midfield four. I'd say Scannell and Dyer on the wings, and then Murphy and Allen through the middle, and then Lee Bacon's up top. Great stuff. Um, and, of course, we had um, quite a strong link with Dyer a couple of yeah. seasons ago, actually, and he ended up... He's he scored quite a few for you, actually, hasn't he, as well? Um, so yeah, yeah. both sides on sort of bad runs. Um, 
Ipswich have lost seven in nine if you include a Carabao Cup game where they played the reserves, but still six in eight if you don't. Yeah. Um, and Burton are on this miraculous run of not scoring for ages. Um, how do you see it going on Saturday? Joe, you know to be honest, I'd be surprised if we managed to grind out a draw because the way we've been playing, I mean, I mean, last week we didn't play so bad, but we just can't finish at the moment. So I'd be, I'd be surprised if it was a one-all draw. So there's some hope, just considering on the form, some yeah. hope for Ipswich fans, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Um, but we, the most important thing is scoring the first goal. We always say that every game. If we score the first goal, um, then we could just um, defend that. We could just go on that and try and nick a one-nil win because that's what we did in most of League One. Uh, as long as you get the first goal, um, it's very important that you do because uh, you can just uh, defend on that, really. Sure thing. Um, right, I put a tweet out earlier saying um, that we were recording today and did anyone have any questions? So I've got a few quick questions from Twitter for you. Um, okay. <laughs> some of them are sarcastic, as you can imagine. Uh, Ryan says, ah. are you looking forward to your win this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I think you can give that a yes. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say so, yeah. Um, Cobbold Massive says, are they looking forward to scoring their first goal in a while? They obviously will. Um, yeah, very look, much looking forward to it. Very <laughs> indeed. Um, Kieran, this is a good one. Describe our club in three words. What do Burton fans think of Ipswich? I, I don't know a lot about Ipswich, but I would say... From what I've seen, hard working, hard working, uh, motivated. Yeah, brilliant. Um, uh, and Tim says, are they worried about playing Ipswich? Uh, based on the form of our of both teams, I'd say not a lot. Um, but a draw would probably be good enough for both teams the way they're going at the moment. Sure thing. Andrew says, do they love Luke Varney as much as us? No, <laughs> probably not. He's, he's not. He's not. He's not made a massive impact. Uh, like I said, the, the Barnsley game is the only the only game that he made an impact on. Uh, and you probably love. Like I said, you probably love him more than we do because he scored a own goal against uh, yeah, last season. <laughs> he scored. He basically scored for you. <laughs> um, Matt says, "Does he rate Clough? I'd like. I like him. So an inside view would be handy. Also, when does his contract end? In essence, can we just steal him?" <laughs> well, I'm surprised you didn't you wouldn't want to stick with Mick McCarthy over Nigel Clough because, um, well, like I say Clough's a very good manager. He's he's that manager who sets his team up to basically go for a point, or if he can get the first goal, then he'll just he'll just make his team to sit back and defend on it. Uh, so he's a he's a very defensive minded manager, in my opinion. He sounds very similar to Mick, to be honest. Um, and finally, yeah. Craig. Now, I don't understand this question. He says, why f- <laughs> What does that mean? So I, 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 ask that, I ask that question a lot, to be honest. <laughs> so I don't blame him. What, what is he talking about? I've got no idea. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't. I just... I think he's... I think he means... Um, like some, some fans, they, they like to go mental, you know. I think that's what he means. Oh, okay, okay. But, um, uh, yeah, because we had that situation last week at Forest where um, some our fans started on each other for whatever reason I don't know, 
uh, but I was told about. I didn't see it, but I was told about it. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna have to go on that um, <laughs> yeah. issue. So sure thing. Um, and finally, just a little bit of fun. Who is your all-time favourite Burton player since you have been watching? Ooh, that's a difficult one. That is. Um, I would have to say John Brayford for me, because like I said last season. It was it was so solid at the back for us. It was so vitally important in our back line, and because he came back as well, he started at Burn, I believe, uh, when we were in the conference, and then he obviously moved to uh, Derby, uh, and he's come back now, and he's, like I say, he's a he's a solid defender for us, and he's he's massively important. Uh, so I'd say him. Great stuff. Um, right. Thank you so much, um, Jordan. I'll just give a couple of my plugs and then we'll let you have the last word. Um, thank you, obviously, everybody for listening. Um, you can subscribe to the Blue Monday podcast on Acast or Apple Podcast. You can see my post-match uh, videos on YouTube if you type in Benjamin Bloomer on Facebook, Blue Monday ITFC. And you can buy a T-shirt if you go through Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC. They're all in there um jordan give your youtube thing a plug and you can have the last word uh yep definitely um please subscribe to burton fan tv um if you just type it in in the youtube search engine it should come up um as we have over 400 subscribers at the moment um and we also have a facebook um account um, we don't use it a lot but I am looking to in the near future. We have an Instagram as well um, and Twitter. So if you'd like to go follow me on those social accounts, please feel free to do so. Sure thing. And are you going to be doing a review of Saturday's game? Um, I believe I'll just be vlog, probably vlogging it. I don't review many matches. It usually it's usually in the vlog. Sure thing. Uh, so that'll be on up on Saturday night. Okay, great stuff. So thank you so much, Jordan. Good luck for the uh, rest of the season and enjoy the game on Saturday. Okay, thank you very much. And you. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, 
or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.